What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, the Mecha Kid, here at ATL Nerdcast with Mecha Kid and the Goat. Unfortunately, our beloved goat could not be here tonight, but you guys got me, and we're going to talk about several different subjects tonight. Speaking of uh, several different things, um, starting at the top of that list, I want to talk about Brightburn. Now... I went into this movie super skeptical about um, everything. Um, specifically, that whole concept of there being like an evil Superman or whatever. And I was like, don't we have General Zod for something like that? But it was a kid and I was like, okay, a kid with superpowers. Either he can do something really good or he can do something really bad. But from the trailers and stuff, uh, I only saw one trailer. I didn't see all the trailers. I only saw one. I didn't get a lot of the movie spoiled for myself going in, but it was it was it was scary. So, spoiler warning right now: if you plan on seeing *Brightburn*, please mute me or get away from from the the stream. Uh, it wasn't scary. Well, there were one or two scary parts that had me kind of like messed up. Uh, I want to talk about how he. You know, that evolution from him being Brandon to being, you know, that character Brightburn. There's a lot of nods to the old Superman comic books in there. There's a lot of nods to the old superhero trope and also that whole supervillain um, aspect to it. So you got to remember, this kid is about, I think it's, he's turning 12 or 13. And, you know, one night, you know, the spaceship that's being held in the barn is like calling out to him and he's speaking in this weird language. And throughout the movie, you find out what it is he's actually saying. And it turns out to be, he's saying, he's talking about take the world and everything. Um, so, you know, regardless of having these really nice, loving parents and stuff, it's very, uh, can't talk. It's very reminiscent of Clark Kent and his journey to becoming Superman, but it also uh, answers that question, what happens if Clark Kent took a left instead of going right? So he goes, he just, he loses it, man. You just see him go into this downward spiral throughout the movie. And the part that stuck out to me the most was his female classmate who was super, kept the alien ship in the barn a secret so it would have been, yeah, they should have. Um, big shout out Eric Langford. So he had a female friend who was basically accusing him of, you know, being a pervert, spying on him, floating outside her window and stuff. But come to find out that she was the only person who had shown him kindness and stuff. But he was the one who ultimately ended up injuring her. And she was like, my mom told me not to talk to you. And he was like, I'm going to take care of that. Don't worry. He was like, I just want you to know that people are going to be looking at me differently because I'm superior. And that's the word that just keeps running through the whole movie is superior. Um, like you can see it in him, like when his uh, uncle dies and, you know, the psychiatrist is saying, don't you feel any remorse about what happened? And he's like, no, he's like, people die. And he's like, I know I'm different and I feel superior. He said, why should I cry for lesser beings? He's, and and that was the thing that got me. And I was like, there's no way. There's there's no way. There's no way you're going to hear any kind of remorse. Like, this kid is done being a kid. Like, he's, he's, he's already said that I'm not human. 
so I don't cry for humans. I don't cry for things that are not for this world. So you see him progressively get worse and worse and worse and worse through the movie up until finally the the great finale, you know, the climax of everything in the movie. Um, but it it is a really good feature. If you love superheroes, you love superpowers, you love supervillains, you love horror movies, it's one you definitely, definitely need to uh, check out. Now, this past weekend, we had MomoCon uh, downtown Atlanta at the Georgia World Congress Center. I was able to attend, and let me tell you, I had a blast. It had to be some of the best fun I had in a long time, and I say that about every convention, but this one was this one was one for the books, definitely. Uh, I will say that the I, I could do without the heat, okay? That Georgia heat was nothing to play with. Uh, big shout out to everybody who went to MomoCon. Um, one or two hiccups during the entire convention, but it was it was a great time and uh, definitely meeting up with a lot of friends, definitely catching up, making new friends. I finally got to uh, say what's up to uh, Steve Blum. Big shout out to Steve Blum. Uh, big shout out to uh, All Might. Um, basically, a lot of the My Hero Academia voice actors who are out there. Um, but I do want to talk about one thing when it comes to uh, when it came to this year's MomoCon, the CNN Center, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk about them. This was not cool. Um, the CNN Center, you know, I went over there with a group of friends, and they're very, I want to say they're they're strict, but they're lax with their rules when it comes to you know cosplayers over there. As long as you don't wear your mask and everything, everything's cool. But um, you know, a lot of people who wear like their their body suits or their superhero outfits always have like the soles and stuff on like built into their suits, which is actually one of my favorite, you know, aspects of superhero cosplaying. Guy guy goes over to the CNN Center and they actually throw him out because he does not have on proper footwear, even though he had soles attached to the bottom of his suit. CNN, we we got to do better, man. We got to do better. We got to do better. I mean, these are the people out there in the heat all day wearing costumes and stuff, and then you want to throw them out because of souls. Okay, we 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 got to do better. We got to do better. You had guys walking around at the con who had like shotgun shells and actual bullet bullets, but throw out my guy who has like souls on the bottom of his costume. I got you. I got you. But back on the topic of um, MomoCon and stuff, if you've never been, definitely, definitely give it uh, give it a chance. Uh, after this, we do have Dragon Con coming up. Woot woot. Uh, big shout out to Dragon Con. Uh, that is going to be a great time too. And it should probably be a little bit cooler uh, around that time too. So for all my people who are going to be outside traveling between hotels and stuff, uh, we we should be okay. Um, they're having a lot of different guests this year, and I'm definitely going to get a chance to go and say hey to a lot of them. Uh, you got David Tennant. You got the cast from Arrow. You got a lot of different people from um, oh, what's her name? Danielle Panabaker from The Flash. Uh, you got the guy who plays Cisco Ramon. You got um, it's it's weird because we never get Grant Gustin. 
We never actually get the Flash. We only get people who have starred on the show, which is weird. I mean, and it's not to say I don't like those characters. I really like the Flash. Eric Langford saying body body heat plus heat equals Dragon Con. No, you're right. That is literally um, that's literally how it works. Uh, but definitely get out there to Dragon Con and yeah, David Tennant, man, I can't wait to go see the Purple Man. My my guy from Doctor Who. Uh, I would love to see some of the some more cast members from uh, the Netflix Daredevil. Uh, I want to see Jessica Jones herself, Kristen Ritter. I want to see um, Charlie Cox from um, Daredevil. I, I need to see him out there too. Uh, I know we got a lot of people from The 100 who are going to be there and one or two people from Firefly. I have to go back over the guest list again, but it's going to be a really big uh, walk of fame uh, deal this year. Also, all my Power Ranger people, all of my Power Ranger people, great, great news. Next month, June 23rd through the 29th. Yeah, that date's right. June 23rd through the 29th, we are having Ranger Stop here in Atlanta. Jason David Frank will be there. Catherine Sutherland. Uh, Nakia Barisa will be there. Karen Ashley. Johnny Young Bosch. All those actors from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers will be um, at Ranger Stop. I actually met Karen Ashley, who played Aisha, who was the second Yellow Ranger uh, from the second season. She called me out while I was wearing my Green Ranger um, cosplay, and she actually gave me a free ticket for the weekend. And she she was really nice. And all my people who met her at uh, MomoCon also got free uh, weekend tickets for Ranger Stop. So if you ever see her at a con, man... Stop by and say what's up to the Yellow Ranger, man. You never know what could happen. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and I cannot wait to meet Jason David Frank. He's another one of my idols. I mean, who didn't love Tommy? I'm sorry. Who who didn't who didn't love Tommy? Yeah, definitely see you soon, Eric. Uh, who didn't love Tommy from from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? But it's really rare that we actually get to see some of those uh, cast members from from those TV shows and whatnot be here in Atlanta. And then we have all these other different um, subject matters popping up right now, especially with the new uh, anti-abortion law popping up doing, you know, I know Disney was talking about leaving Atlanta if something like that went through, but I'm going to tell you right now that, if Disney leaves, you're going to see a real big paradigm shift here in in Atlanta when it comes to uh, movies and when it comes to different types of entertainment. Because down here in Atlanta, I mean, it's like, it's literally Southern Hollywood. I mean, there's so many movies being filmed out here. There's so many different series. There's a lot of uh, talent out here, untapped potential. I mean, we are literally, it's it's like me and the goat say every time on on the podcast. It's it's literally the the nerd hub. Like this entire, like all of Georgia is a nerd hub. Something is always going on down here. So there's a lot of untapped potential, man. And if those movie companies go, you're going to see all that stuff start to wither and, and uh, go away. It was also cool to see a lot of the Overwatch cast uh, too. I know that Sombra, Lucio, um, 
and McCree were in attendance at MomoCon. So definitely, if you are an Overwatch fan, you definitely need to be there for that. Um, so getting back to what I was saying, uh, for all my TV people who love Cloak and Dagger, uh, their their final, uh, <laughs> not final season, but final couple of episodes of this season are coming out this month. So if you need to get catched, caught up on your, uh, on your Marvel Cloak and Dagger, now's the time to do it along with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think they're entering their final season as well. And uh, Arrow ended, and I know Flash still has one more season because they have to do the Crisis on Infinite Earth. Um, the final episode of Arrow actually had me kind of bothered. Um, I'm going to... And it's for multiple reasons. So when it comes to Arrow, I I have an actual soft spot for the show because, you know, me and my father used to watch it um, together when it first aired as a pilot. But as the show progressed on, they started, you know, forcing different themes and pairings and, and tropes on you. Um, for example, because I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about Arrow for a minute. I don't care what anybody says. I got to talk about Arrow. Because I love Oliver Queen. After season five is kind of where I was just like, I might be done with the show. Because this whole Oliver Felicity thing, Olicity as some people call it, I wasn't really feeling it. Because I was like, I like Oliver Queen by himself as a character. Because he, he was a badass. He was about his mission. And then he had all his friends helping him. I like Felicity by herself because she was a, she was a strong character who could stand on her own. She had all this backstory. She had all this other stuff. I don't like CW romances. I just don't. I just don't because somebody's always accusing somebody of lying or cheating or someone you say you save my life with no context and I get mad type of deal. It, it's CW stuff. Um, the Flash, however, is completely different for me um i do enjoy the flash i love the different subject matter they deal with time travel it's very superhero e where arrow is more of a mary sue type of thing going on like i can't even describe it but if you watch arrow you know exactly what i'm talking about um gotham so I was also really sad to see Gotham go as well. I wanted more of a payoff on the final episode. Um, Bruce Wayne's final shot of him wearing the bat suit looked like something he bought from Party City. That did not look like anything that Lucius Fox built. I mean, that Bruce Wayne looked like he was ready for Halloween. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, but overall, I did like the cast. I do want a spinoff of the show very, very badly. Um, but hopefully I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm actually just going to have to settle for Joker when Joker comes out. Um, because I know Joker, I know Joker is going to do well. Uh, DC is really needs to recover. Um, because they have so many different, avenues and so many different characters that they could tap into but they do such a bad job telling live action superhero stories like other than the dark knight that's about it i was like man of steel was good man of steel was really good i'm not gonna lie man of steel was really good um 
Wonder Woman was really good. I don't care what anybody says. Wonder Woman was great. Um, but they can't do. They they really can't get live action under control when it comes to Batman. I, and I'll never understand why. Um, Red Flags right now is everything is starting to implode on itself. Like Ezra Miller's out. Ray, um, I think his name is Ray Park. Raymond, yeah, Raymond Park. He's he's out. Uh, ben Affleck is out. I mean, the Justice League literally fell apart overnight. And I'm sitting here like, how are you guys supposed to compete with Marvel? How are you supposed to be building a cinematic universe when your cinematic universe is falling apart? I mean, your animated stuff is on point, but live action, like, what is going on? Um, Marvel. Marvel is celebrating 10 years. DC can't even celebrate one. Like, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, but speaking of which, we're in the post-Endgame, man. Like, I know after Spider-Man Far From Home drops, everything is going to change. Nothing is going to be the same. I mean, even when Romanoff and Stark died, you knew nothing was going to be the same. So I, I want to see what this Avengers roster is going to look like going forward. Um, Batwoman. Yes, I'm glad you brought up Batwoman. I'm excited. I'm personally excited to watch Batwoman. I know Batwoman is going to be amazing. That will be where my, where my focus will be for a very long time. And I know a lot of people are skeptical because they're like, oh, it's Ruby Rose. And I was like, well, Ruby Rose is good. Have you not seen the second John Wick movie? Like, she's she's great. Have you not watched uh, Orange is the New Black? Have you, like, where have you been? So I, I know Ruby Rose is going to do a great job because she's very committed to the character and she's very committed to sticking to the source material. Um. And, you know, she's really close and cool with a lot of the CW uh, hero cast, specifically being, um, what is it, Sarah Lance, who plays White Canary, and uh, Supergirl. Um, a lot of those other characters. So, you know, she's taking cues and, and pages from their book, you know, them being the seniors and she being the freshmen uh, and stuff like that. So I'm going to laugh if Batwoman is better than, I know it won't be hard, but <laughs> I'm going to laugh if Batwoman does better than both Flash and Arrow. And I won't be surprised. Batwoman is one of my favorite female uh, characters. And it's being portrayed by one of my favorite female actresses. So to me, it's a win-win. Um, so definitely, if you're looking for something to watch in the fall, watch Batwoman. If you can move past some of the CWE tropes that they're going to try to force in there, then definitely uh, give it give it a watch. No, the trailer doesn't. Whoever made the trailer for Batwoman needs to not make trailers anymore. Um, so moving on from there, I want to... Oh. We're also getting Stargirl, and we're getting a bunch of other things, too. Also, if you're not watching Doom Patrol, I don't know what you're doing. If you need a good laugh in something different in the superhero realm, watch Doom Patrol and watch Swamp Thing when that comes out. It's going to be so good. Oh, Abby, love you, too. Love you, too. I appreciate you being here and watching. You know you're my favorite. 
So moving on, um, we do have uh, the new Star Wars coming out, which I don't. I'm I'm really I'm really amped up for that, especially with what's been revealed in the trailer. And then Entertainment Weekly released a new magazine uh, featuring all the characters on the cover, giving a little more insight to what the story is going to be about, where our characters are, how far into the future this movie takes place and come to find out it's only been like a year since the last jedi so it's not like a huge time jump or anything so that's why our characters still look the way they do that's where their heads are at everybody's still recovering um and people who know me you know i'm a big ray finn fan so i definitely got to see it and i hope that stuff gets paid off in this movie because i mean i need ray finn to be a thing or is well, what what's the thing? Fin Finray. I need Finray to be a thing. Once that happens, then I will be good. But if it doesn't happen in this trilogy, I might be done with Star Wars as a whole. Maybe the new the new stuff. I'll be done with the new stuff as a whole. But so also on the horizon, we got E3 coming up. E3 is literally next month. I am so amped for Borderlands 3. I've pre-ordered the game like twice. Uh, definitely, if you are a big Borderlands fan, you need to go ahead and jump on it. There is footage right now available on YouTube showing gameplay of some of the characters, some of their abilities, some of the new guns. They had a gun that had legs. Like, you would shoot, and then you would reload. You'd throw the gun away, and then the gun sprouts legs and continues shooting at your enemies. If that's not enough to entice you to buy the game, you need you, you need to do it. Pre-order that game. Like, I, I can't even begin to tell you. Pre-order it. I don't understand the hate for the last one either. Um, They also have a... Uh, oh, one of the other features they were talking about was whenever you kill a boss in Borderlands 3, you can use that boss's weapon. Like, it becomes a drop. And it doesn't just drop for you. It drops for other people in your group, too. So you don't have to worry about anybody stealing weapons from you. So that's also a great feature. They also have a feature where it's called level sync. So if I'm level 25 and you're level 5, the enemies for me are going to be level 25 from my point of view. And from your point of view, the enemies are going to be level 5. And everybody's still getting relevant gear, relevant experience, this, that, and the third. You're getting all of that. But if you're like me and my brother, and sometimes my brother is a little bit further than me and I'm way behind, they also have classic mode where he can get his OP ass in here and like one shot all the enemies for me if I need to. So that's what's going on with Borderlands 3. Cyberpunk 2099 or 2049. That's another one to be watching out for at E3 this year. I need that game in my life too. Definitely if you have the free time, YouTube Cyberpunk. It is a very, very great open world futuristic game. It's a mix between... If you took uh, Blade Runner and you took, I want to say Deus Ex, and slammed them together, it's it's gonna it's it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. So, also Mortal Kombat 11 tomorrow they will be announcing the DLC characters for Mortal Kombat 11. I'm really amped up for that as well because. If Melina is on that list, which she probably is, then I will have everything I need from Mortal Kombat. Like, I will not buy another DLC pack if Melina's on there because 
I'm a Molina main. I'm also a Liu Kang main. Uh, I could play Sub-Zero and stuff, but everybody and their mom plays Sub-Zero. So Sub-Zeros are common. Um, also, another game that I've pre-ordered like twice because I'm, I'm needy and I like, the, I like Marvel. Uh, definitely look into Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 which is featuring at least 60 characters, they said. Now, you know a game, you, you know a Marvel game has everybody in it when they say they have Cloak and Dagger and then a Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Daredevil. Like, those five names alone, that's how you know they have everybody. Like, I don't even have to tell you the rest of the list and you know they got everybody. So they've got Spider-Gwen, Miles Morales, uh... Who else was there? Hawkeye. You can actually play Hawkeye now, which is crazy. That's never been done in any of the games. Uh, they've got all the X-Men. Um, Nightcrawler, Gene, all of them. So you're getting, you're getting a lot. Um, and then they have all these different URA main. <laughs> I'm, I'm an Iron Man main. I love Iron Man. Iron Man is my guy. Um, Iron Man and Spider-Man are my two my two favorites. Um, so when I start playing and streaming that game, you already know who I'm going to be using. Online features on there are going to be crazy as well. So up to four people can play online. If you have Switch, I hope all you guys out there have a Switch. If you don't have a Switch, now is a good time to get one. Um, you know, we can have a team of four. One person can be Cap. Another person could be Iron Fist. Another person could be Cloak. Another person could be Nightcrawler, and then they all have synergies together. So we might be able to form some type of tag team move. I know one is if you had a cap and he throws his shield at a Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler can teleport it to another enemy across the screen somewhere. So it's it's really, really cool. Um, Overwatch, I'm hoping that we get a new hero announced soon with the E3 being here on the horizon. Really need more heroes for overwatch man i i'm I'm looking forward to echo we need some healers we need a new tank um we need everything everything across the board man um to, uh what are you guys looking forward to the most uh movie wise uh e3 wise what are you guys looking forward to i mean it's about all of you guys here in atlanta man it's, it's about the atl nerdcast it's about the atl nerdcast team I want to know what everybody's looking forward to. Go see Brightburn. It Chapter 2 is literally around the corner as well. I don't know if I'm going to see that one because I'm a big scaredy cat. And I know everybody out there tells me that It movies aren't scary. And I'm like, look, it's a clown. I saw him bite a little boy's arm off. That's all I need, needed to know from that point on. As soon as I saw uh, Georgie get dragged down into the... um. What was it? The what, what? What was that? That was like the sewer drain. I was like, I'm done. I couldn't even. I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. I did recently, though. You know, I sucked it up and and made it through that first movie. Okay, like I was in one piece, but this second one, I'm gonna need like five people to come see it. Chapter two with me, because I, mm -mm. I don't do I don't do clowns. I really don't do clowns. Like, if I'm at a circus and I'm, like, all the way in the back, I was like, okay, it's a clown, but 
not not Pennywise. I saw his naked grandma come running at at you in the trailer, and I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm done. Uh, but Jedi Jedi Fallen Order is also uh, right around the corner too. Definitely pre-order that. Not a lot has been said about it. All I know is it really focuses on like the lightsaber combat. Um. And, you know, character development, it is a single-player game, so if you want a single-player experience, that's the game for you. Um, Aladdin. I have to talk about the Aladdin movie. Um, Now, a lot of people were really skeptical and on the fence, me included. I was not a big fan. As soon as I saw Will Smith in blue paint as a giant genie, I was like, I'm done. Like, in that trailer, I was just like, I know I'm not going to enjoy it. But after Momocon that weekend, I went to the movies. I sat in IMAX and watched it. It was actually good. And I'm a big Aladdin fan. Aladdin is my number one all-time favorite Disney movie. It goes Aladdin, and then it goes um, Goofy Movie. Aladdin was actually dope. Um, There were some really cheesy, cringy parts. But they all come from one character that I won't tell you um, because I really want you to see it. No spoilers. And they do have a lot of. Um, they do have a lot of different. Nods and Easter eggs regarding Robin Williams um, and his portrayal as Genie. So it's all it's 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 good. If you're a Disney person, you have to see it, but you also have to go into it knowing that it is a Disney movie. Um, that means a lot of singing, a lot of songs, um, and it is almost a one-for-one one of the animated Aladdin feature. So it was really, really good. Oh, yeah. See the goats right here in the chat right now, man. Uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home, we already talked about that one. The E3 Square Enix Avengers game. Oh my gosh. Me and my coworkers have been talking about that for a long time. That Square Enix Avengers that's coming out. Now, if you're not familiar with Square Enix, they're the same people who did Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy. They're making a Marvel game. It's I think it's called it's I think it's just called Avengers. Hopefully it's not centered around the movies too much, which I mean I love I'm a big Marvel fan, but I want something fresh. I want something original. I also want multiplayer on this really bad. If I'm playing an Avengers game, I want to feel like I'm part of a team. I want to be playing with the squad. I'm just I'm just all about the squad. Um, and if you play with me, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm playing Iron Man. Okay, don't get mad at me. I'm playing. I'm playing Iron Man. Y'all can be whoever you want. Iron Man all day. Uh, he he will be my most OP beefy character that you will ever see. Um, we also got Death Stranding from uh, Konami, the same people who did uh, the Metal Gear franchise. It also has, um, oh gosh, Daryl, Daryl Dixon. He's gonna play the main character for that. I'm I'm so I'm so ready for for that, like on so many different levels. I could not tell you what the game is about. There is a new trailer out for it right now. So you, you should definitely definitely go and check it out. If, you, if you're able to decipher what the trailer is about, please hit me up here 
you know, DM me, send me a message on ATL Nerdcast. I want to know what the game's about. They haven't, like, I, I could not tell you. Um, I want to see a live action Atlantis and Treasure Planet too, uh, Abby. I definitely want to check that out. Those would be really good. I mean, they got plenty of, we got plenty of actors that could do it. Um, yes, you need to be Thor whenever we play. Um, they got plenty of actors that could do it, and we have the technology now. I sound like the billion double, the, like the billion billion dollar man or the million dollar man. We have the technology; we can rebuild it. But we have the tech to actually make all that stuff work. I mean, look at Atlantis from Aquaman. Why can't we do that with like a, a remake of the uh, Atlantis um, Lost City animated feature? So we do it all the time. Maleficent. Um, I think. The new Maleficent is going to be good, too. I mean, there's so many different movie trailers out. There's so many different games coming out. This summer is going to be crazy, and fall is just going to get better. So you guys go ahead, get 20 bucks, get your pre-orders all together, man, because this, this, this summer and this fall is going to be crazy. Also, if you have not gotten your tickets for Dragon Con, you need to go ahead and do that before August because the price it will go up. So be sure to go to the Dragon Con website, go down to membership. Be sure to get those tickets now. If you're also interested in the Power Ranger uh, Con coming up next month, they are doing buy one get. I think it's buy one get two free for the tickets, and I think the tickets are about fifty bucks. Uh, so you could actually get passes for everybody for. 50 bucks. So, you know, get a couple friends together, go see Jason David Frank, you know, shout out different types of uh, different types of dinosaurs at him and see what happens. Uh, I will actually be there at Ranger Stop for anybody who is going to go. I will be covering it, live streaming it, so you'll definitely get uh, get a chance to see it. Yes, I want to see Evil Maleficent too. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it because last time I saw she was like a real, she was bad, but she went back on it and was like, I'm going to be good. But now she's like, I'm going to be bad now. It's confusing. It's confusing. I need someone to, to translate those movies for me too. So all my Disney people out there, get on Maleficent. Like send me what Maleficent is about. I need to know. I need to know. Uh, big shout out to everybody here in the chat checking checking me out right now. You guys are some of the best fans that we have here at ATL Nerdcast. Find us on Facebook. Like, subscribe, find us on iTunes, find us everywhere. Just hit that like button. Show us some love. We love all of you guys. We want to see our DMs blowing up. We want to see you guys blowing up. Send us your, your Instagrams. We will definitely follow your Instagram. We'll do all that stuff, but you guys are some of the best uh, fans we have, and you guys are amazing, and we love you, and can't wait to see you guys in the next broadcast. Catch you later. <laughs>